Fuck, I already messed it up. Wow, like it, you actually sound like you have a podcast voice. I don't know if I should fight you or thank you. I'm really happy. I'm also I'm drunk. Like, because you dress like Ruth Bader Ginsburg right now. Are you, do you see, I'm wearing a skull? Yeah, I was I was about to say besides the skull on the front of your t-shirt with your yeah. white sleeves and your white collar and your black shirt and your braid or pigtails, I can't tell. It's uh, called fucking fashion, Andy. <laughs> God damn it. This call, is lit it's lit. called being one of the highest judicial powers in the land. Yeah, are you kidding me? I would fucking love, I would love to be that. Hi, this is Lit Lit. This is a podcast where we read books sober. Um, and we end up talking about them rather drunk. Uh, my name is Danny Burford. I'm Andrew Cleva. And this week we read a lot. We read Harry Potter 1 through 3. Yeah. Which is Sorcerer's Stone, Chamber of Secrets, and Prisoner of Azkaban. Correct. And In that I, order, too. Yeah. And oh, also the author is J.K. Rowling. <laughs> Meh. Um, yeah <laughs> yeah uh, so yeah so we we're, we're reading these books uh because danny's never read them actually um and not only has she never read them but i only read them for the first time uh like three or so years ago so uh we thought that it would be worthwhile to actually record our thoughts and feelings to these considering that one of us is completely new to the game the other one didn't grow up with them exactly so many feelings you know well, <laughs> including feelings about J.K. Rowling. Uh, yeah. Yeah. As, as, as I guess an explainer or a disclaimer, or whatever you want to say, like, we know she's a trash person. Like, the, the transphobia and and just the ridiculous way she brings it on uh, upon herself to make it. She's a martyr for the whole thing. We're, we're not going to dig too deep into it. But the like, point is, we do realize she is a problematic at best human being. Yeah. And it's also just the point that we... Like our podcast ignoring her would have no effect whatsoever on her uh, GDP or influence or anything like that. And these not are, yet, not yet, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we're, 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 we're building to that point where we can boycott J.K. Rowling. Uh, How rich do you think she is? What do you think her net billion, worth is? Right. Um, you actually, know what? No, I, I'm actually would like. How much do you think her net worth is? I'm gonna go nine figures, but on on, a, on the high side because I the books and the movie rights like though like by them like like that as long as she didn't make bad business decisions she should be well set you said nine figures yes i said in the hundreds of millions hundreds of millions okay i'm gonna say i'm gonna say like fifth no i think i'm gonna say 115 mil i'm going higher side like towards like 400 north okay wow you're right. Yeah. Um, her net worth has been estimated to range between yes. six hundred and fifty mil. Yeah. yeah. One point two billion. Yeah. I. I. Yeah. I, I. I'm. I'm a little surprised she's in the billion possibility at least. But damn. Man, uh, when like they say that money can't provide ha- like money can't provide happiness or like money can't like give you happiness. Yeah. I think that's such a farce. I. <laughs> well, well, tell that to J.K. Rowling, who is still angry as hell online, despite being worth almost a billion dollars. Apparently, I don't know. I think, 
I think I'd be very happy. Oh, oh, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'd be comfortable. Yes, I'm pretty sure I could settle for a whole lot, a lot less than that too. Mm-hmm. But apparently, but apparently, she's uh, as angry as online as she's ever been. So I don't know if it's a complete balm for everything. Um, but yeah. Uh, so with the, with this said uh, about uh, the reservations we have for for the author in question, um, how did you feel reading this first time? Like, did you did you did you still dig it? Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was super charming. Like I got it immediately. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right. Like it, yeah. it was like one of those books where I could see myself staying up until like 3 a.m. Like underneath the covers oh, reading. Absolutely. I mean, I even, even rereading this the second time as a, as a, as a grown ass adult, like I was, I, I found myself reading at times when I probably would have left a book alone, yeah. a different book alone for, for the rest of the night. Like if, if I'm reading something, I tend to have a goal of reading about a hundred pages of it a night when I want to sit down to read it. And so like, this is a book where I would finish that, that like goal and then sneak a couple, like two or three chapters afterwards, where if I was another book that I was like a little bit less into, I would have just, you know, folded up at a hundred, put it on the side of the table yeah. and, you know, play video games or whatever. I also think it was like a really nice change of pace for what we have been reading for the past <laughs> couple of times. And like, not to say that like what we've been reading hasn't been good, but I think that, of course, reading something at like a YA level that just a lot of the um, problems are worked out in front of you as a reader. And a lot of, there's not a lot that there's not a lot of um, language that's kind of like holding you down in a way, you know, where you're trying Mm -hmm. to like work through sentence structure and like work through all of that. Where you're like, okay, I have to read that paragraph because I wasn't paying like as much attention as I needed to, you know. Yeah, I didn't. I I, I didn't co- quite connect the group of references they were making here as I was tracking the conversation. I should go back and make sure I know what's going on. Yeah, exactly. So it was nice having these books where you can like just read it and you're picking up everything that you need to pick up, and it's fast and it just flows really nicely. I don't. I really enjoyed it. It was really oh, nice. I, I'm, I'm with. I'm really with you. Like the first time I read these. Um, I was again maybe a hundred pages and at most before I was like, oh, I totally get it. Like totally understand. Like I I get why these are so popular. I get why because like it's it's so early on. It's the it's the the newness and and to be fair, kind of the kitschness of it. But like like it works. Uh, The 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 classic fantasy story of you know a boy of of no means turns out to be like you know super super important. You know, in, in other fantasy, it's like, oh, they have a destiny, or they've been foretold, or they are. You know, again, the uh, the you know the the son, the wayward son of uh, you know super powerful people in this other world, and so like as a kid, you just that idea of like, oh, I could be like that too, or you know, I, I like I don't know. There's a, there's, a, there's such a it's a very easy to build yourself into the world because it mm-hmm. starts in a non magical world, and you find out there is a magical world, and it's guided. Uh, you're guided into it by this person who doesn't understand that world. And so it's very easy for you to, for you to put yourself into it. And I assume as a kid, it's gotta be that much more powerful. I also just think it's, I just love magic. Like no, I yeah, remember, <laughs> I remember growing up and just thinking that maybe, maybe I was, maybe I did have some magic or like, maybe I, maybe I was like a mutant for me. It was mostly X-Men yes, was like my I number met, one. Me as well. Yeah. Um, or Avatar The Last Airbender as well. Less me for that one. Where I was like, maybe I am a waterbender. Like, maybe, like, if I just, like, try really hard, 
Yeah, maybe, um, maybe, maybe if I had some kind of traumatic uh, uh, event to unlock my hidden potential, everything would be so much better. I still think that it might be the case for me. I think <laughs> I'm still trying to unlock my hidden hope, right? potential. <laughs> my hidden potential is hidden. It's hidden. Uh, deep, very deep, deep below. Very deep. Are you right now, anxiety and alcohol? Yeah. Wow. Right now it's manifesting <laughs> in reading children's books. Hey, we do what we have to to get some peace in this world. <laughs> um, no, but I did like them. But I can say that, like, reading one and two, you can tell what it must have been like to read them when you were the same age as Harry Potter versus reading them now at our ripe, ripe ages of um, Andy uh, <laughs> and Danny. And a respectable 27, yes. Yeah, Um but so I found myself my my I, out of the three, the one that I connected the most with was number three, and I think that was just because like of the way the language was like kind of moving forward, and they were aging the same way, and everything like that. And the people that I've even talked to that are huge Harry Potter nerds still say that three is their favorite, uh-huh. regardless. So. We'll see. I, think, I, I, I mean, I think everyone has, has different answers for this. I think if I remember correctly, I liked either Order of the Phoenix or Goblet of Fire better or best. Um, I, I don't remember which, but I, there's a lot of arguments to be made for, 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 I would say most of these books, but I like, I think that most of those books in, generally tends to remove one and two from the conversation. Yeah, uh, because and I think it's the same way with the movies too. I think there's the most obviously like like those are straight up kids books. Like those aren't those aren't YA books. Like those those are kids books, and that's yeah. not shade. I'm just saying that's the intention. That's the target that they're going for. Um, and like so much of it, the tone definitely changes as you move along because as the characters age, the the plot ages with yeah. them. Like the, the the tone ages with them as well. I also think, though, that they're really long kids' books. Like, even for them... Oh, yeah, I would say that. Yeah, for them being kids' books, I think it was probably, like... And you can definitely correct me if I'm wrong. Like, one of the first series of books for children that were that long. You know, that were, like, heft... Like, I don't know. That, like, seemed... They were like three hundred pages, still. I would say, right? Yeah. I mean, we, we we just read them. I should probably remember. I think, the, yeah, I think they were like three fifty or so. Um, I, I yeah, I guess I guess at that length, you're you're right that they're probably not quite designated kids kids books, but they read that way for sure. No, but I think they were designated kids books. I just think that they were probably some of the first books that expected kids and that also like transformed kids into being those types of readers. Hmm. Okay. And I just couldn't see the pages growing up. So I literally couldn't read them <laughs> and then I felt dumb and then I didn't want to read them because I, I don't, I didn't want to feel that. dumb and yeah, uh, but I got over it and I'm reading them now. So fuck all y'all second graders that I went to school with back in the day. Look at me now. That you've realized that you have vision problems. Everything is everything has changed for you. Everything's <laughs> changed. My whole life um, it has it's a, this is the culmination right here. So it's, it's all been building to this right it's now. Reading Harry been- Potter as a twenty-seven year old. <laughs> well, I'll I say like that. I think that um, 
as one and two age, I think your reason for reading them uh, changes a little bit as well. Like I think that in the, as we discussed in the first first book, I would say the first two books, um, you really just get into the novelty of it and the fact that like all these like cool things, like you're you're discovering Hogwarts, you're exploring Hogwarts with the characters, so that's all very new. All the, any cool stuff you can do in the wizarding world is new, like it's, so it keeps like that. And I think that like three is where you start to get like a a more A to B plot the whole way through, as opposed to relying on the novelty of it. And I think that. All the way through, uh, there is this thread of a new every new chapter is a new scene, kind of. Yeah. Um, and so, like, there's always something new that you're jumping to every. So, that, and I think that's what adds to the the readability of it is because you can also tell yourself, "Well, I'll just read one more chapter because that's going to be one more thing. It'll be mm-hmm. a contained thing, and even if it, con- it contributes to the overall plot, like I, I can just read that thing right now and I can just put it down. And then you read that thing, and then you read five more of those, and you're like, "Oh fuck, I've been reading this for eighty pages now." I literally didn't think about that until right now, but that's actually how I have been reading them. Right. What- was just kind of being like, okay, like I'll just, I can get, and that's, especially because the chapters aren't ridiculously long, they're all kind yeah, oh, of yeah. you can like what, 10, and, pages. Yeah, we within I, I think high side twenty minutes for a chapter, and and more yeah. more more likely ten normally. Yeah, it's very easy to go through them. And also the the text size is nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, they they read easy. They're big. They're 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 they're, they're, they're big books. They're kids, you know, it's, obviously. It's, it's big boy text. Yeah, like they're not like even as the page counts and the other ones uh, like climb up. They, like her her writing never gets. I would argue never gets like overly complex. Like I like she she doesn't she doesn't start at like kid level, graduate to teenager level, graduate to adult level, and then graduate to like. MFA, uh, you know, super literary writer level or anything like that. She stays in the in the in the journeyman esque like feel uh, level, but like it's very readable still the whole time through. Yeah. Um, who was your favorite character? Oh, um, man, this is actually tough because like a lot of the a lot of my answers for this would probably end up being an overall answer. As opposed to like having just read these three books so far, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, because like, if we're being honest, like, I don't know if I can say like, you know, characters like Dumbledore because they're not like they're not even in it a whole lot too yet. Mm-hmm. And and like McGarnagle, who I do, who I do love, like, did I you say? Did you say McGarnagle? McGarnagle, yes, I did. McGonagall. McGonagall. Oh, whatever. <laughs> Oh my god, who cares? That's, that's, not, that's nothing. That's like that's an R off. That's all we're doing here. For you it. added an R where there wasn't one. I, I'm trying to think. McGonagall. I'm trying to think if there's actually if that's actually a Simpsons reference. I know it's the dumbest way to try to save myself here, but I I, I think that might actually be true. Uh, anyway, Professor no, McGonagall. Fuck that. Fuck you. Oh, no. <laughs> I think it was a Simpsons reference. Oh, I actually oh, do. Someone, hey, why don't someone else check that out? Hey, we'll check it in post and we can edit back in here, right? Someone will do that for us. No. Our producer, you. I am a garnacle. Sounds like, <laughs> like McGargle, like she's gargling. Oh, God. Why would you say that about her? She's a pleasant lady. I wasn't t- talking dirty. <laughs> that was you. I was talking about mouthwash. She has nice breath. <laughs> breath, sure, yeah. You gargle. 
Crest's new nope. smoke nope. <laughs> Wingardium Leviosa. Just grab a Crest bottle. Yeah, yeah. Per- perfect product placement label facing outward. Yeah. yeah. I don't even know if Crest is a mouthwash. It's like the only thing I can um, think of. I think they have a mouthwash. I think there's one that starts with an A, I thought. ACT. Or ACT or whatever. I mean, but that's that, that's one of them. You can spell, too. <laughs> I'm showing off off and right here. What do you want? All right. Who's your fa- fucking favorite character? Okay. I don't know. Um, <laughs> man, I still I still honestly don't know. I mean, I, the thing is, like, I, I it's hard to say. You know what? It's probably the Weasley twins. Oh, shit. That's mine, too. Yeah, see, there it is. Gotcha. Fucking gotcha. And I haven't even... Well, I have seen the movies. Yeah. But I've... I mean, I've only only read the first three. A little bit of the fourth, but not much. Um, I I think they're so sweet. Like, I just want them yeah. to be in it. I just... I And I think this is why they're my favorites, because I want them to be in it more. Like, I want... Yeah, yeah. I want more scenes with them, and I find that if I want more scenes with them in it, it probably means that they're my favorite characters. No, no, it's, it's a fair call. And, I, and that's actually, I, I got there in a slightly different way, but like, I was thinking of like what characters you can actually argue for being your favorite characters in the first three books outside of like the main characters, Hermione, yeah. Ron and, 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 and Harry, obviously uh, like Hagrid, I guess uh, I, I, that would be a re- that would be a reasonable answer too. Uh, that, but like, but you know what I mean? There's a lot, a lot of the characters that are in it are like, they're only in it in pieces, and so it's mm-hmm. hard to be like, "Oh yeah, we've been you know growing with them the whole time too." Yeah. Like I don't know. So like one of the few characters or pairs of characters, obviously, that I was thinking that it actually does show up time and time again are the Weasley twins, and they're yeah. great. They're always like they always are like just charmingly goofy and and what like and in the movies they do a great job with them too. But yeah, I do love Hagrid. Um, yes, and- a, a very valid answer. I think that um, I was when I was reading the third book. I'm sure this happened in books one and two, but I, the third was the most recent one that I read. Uh-huh. Uh, you can the way he says so he says "ta" a lot, "t a," yeah, which means "thank you," but it's more of like a Northern England slang. Okay. And I read that, and I was like, and it was cool. I'm only saying this. Because I worked for a company that was a British company. And so I got to go over to like London sometimes for work. And I got to go over to like Northern England sometimes for work and stuff like that. Uh And like hearing the different slangs and the different accents and stuff throughout all of England and being able to see how they were written throughout the books too. Yeah. I would be interested to see if everything was the same between like the Sorcerer's Stone and the Philosopher's Stone, you know, like the different versions of like. Oh yeah, I didn't think about that. The if British it was more, ones. Yeah, if it was if it was more specifically uh, for like targeted for a British audience. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I didn't think about that. But I, George and Fred, I think, are my favorites. I just want I I think I would have such a big crush on them. I think if I, thought, I, I, I think that's very understandable. Yeah, if I was, I thought you were going to say I think that's very obvious, and I was like, whoa. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I don't even know what that would mean in this context, but yes, me neither. Um, but I think I would have a huge crush on both of them. And well, well you, you've seen the movies, and we're going to not talk about the movies too much. Hopefully, over the course of these episodes, but I'm sure we are going to make like references to them, like here. Yeah. Um, if you remember, the, the, like in the 
Goblet of Fire uh, movie when they're like talking about how they have to ask like a girl to the dance. Uh, and, and like, and one of the twins just like balls piece of paper, throws at one of the girls, and like, you and me dance, and they're just like, yeah, cool. It's like, yeah, that, 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 that fucking dude. Of course, you'd say that to that guy. That it, then it also reminds me back to my high school days, where uh-huh. it was a thing to like ball out and ask someone to prom or ask someone to homecoming. Oh, like you had to like make a demonstration uh, something yeah. you would put on instagram or something like that yeah, yeah we didn't even have instagram back well, but then that, but, that, but i'm saying that that like mentality that yeah, idea. yeah how i didn't have i didn't i didn't i don't think we had instagram back like senior year of of high school there was there's probably instagram by junior year of high school too but yes fred and george would have definitely fuck not you. fuck you fuck you being young this is stupid i'm done with this podcast would have definitely not done uh would have not asked girls in a way that would be on instagram but they are my favorite i just think they're so like they're funny yeah. and they're funny in the books too and i think that they represented them so well in the movies and like they just they're, but they're like they're good too. Like you know that like they're good people. Here's a question for you, and, and it's hard for me to say. And I, I think we've talked about this um, in terms of um, some other properties. I honestly don't remember which ones they are. Uh, properties, so so stupid. I was like, like what? some some other some other stories, some some other um, uh, books that have been adapted into movie oh. or TV. Um, and I'm wondering how much of how like charming we find the twins Hagrid people like that are because you and I both saw them in the movies before and I think that we can agree the actors did a really good job portraying those characters yeah um so so is there a chance that like we're reading um J.K. Rowling's dialogue now and just kind of inserting those actors like charisma and charm into it or are we uh or is the, the the dialogue and the text actually good by itself I don't I mean I think that the dialogue and text is good by itself and I think that Fred and George are definitely two characters that did their characters in the book justice. Yeah. I don't picture Daniel Radcliffe as Harry. I actually agree with you there. That's interesting. Yeah, like I don't picture him as Harry. Um I'm still having a hard time. I think I picture Oh, Emma, what's her name? Emma Watson. Emma Watson. I almost said who did I? Oh, I almost said Emma Top. No, I almost said oh, Emma Thompson. Emma Thompson. Oh, that'd be cool too. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Why not? She's in it. She's yes. the. Is she Tonks or is she? Yes. Um, yeah. No. no. Yes. No. She's the one that does the palm, palm reading and the and the. TV. Oh, uh, Tr- uh, Madame Trelawney. Yeah. Yes. Well, who's Tonks? Well, right, anyways, keep going. Um, but I think that I can definitely see Emma Watson as Hermione. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm having, I'm still having a hard time with, oh, with. Okay, all right, hold on. One more addendum to the previous uh, comment uh, uh, about uh, J.K. Rowling. Uh-huh. Um, you don't get credit for saying shit after the fact when you don't make it explicit in your books. For example, when she was saying like, "I always saw Hermione as black," and then she wanted like credit for being progressive about it. It's like, but you didn't say that. And, yeah. she, and, and later on, she's like, "Well, yes, don't you know." you know here's news for all of my harry potter fans like dumbledore is gay it's like uh, cool but like you didn't put that in the book like you don't get no. to st- you don't get to stand on the quote-unquote bravery of making these decisions if you won't even commit to the goddamn pages of the book you're writing in. i'm sorry that's always fucking annoying me it's really fucking stupid <laughs> anyway. i agree no i do agree i do agree um but yeah so i i definitely don't see Daniel radcliffe as harry potter 
Um, and I think that definitely is gets difficult in the movies as well because he like stops growing at like what five five. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? He's a, he's a he's a charming young man, no, and a much more older man. I think that he has done very fine for himself. Whatever. I think it's great. I think he's great. Like you can't like you casted a nine year old boy. Like you don't know they're going to be done growing at twelve. Oh, like yeah, it, it wasn't their mistake. You know, yeah. it just happens. <laughs> oh, oh man, I'm gonna have to do this. Like, remember when, uh, like, yeah, when, when Brand the Broken actually became like a Brand the Broken level character, and you're like, oh, oh nice, we got that one. Oh, cheers, man. <laughs> You've definitely been on the roll for Game of Thrones references. I think, yeah, I I, I, yeah, for for no goddamn reason, too, right? Like, I, 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 I'm, I'm bringing them up just for, for for to say that I did, and then to drink the beer. I think at this point, but. Uh, <laughs> That you can just freely drink on your own. No, 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 no I can't, can't do it without the game. I, no. I still need to start drinking for saying interesting, which I need you to hold me accountable for. Okay. I'll try. I'll, I'll try to make sure I do that more because I do that so often and it's so bad. My English teacher from high school would murder me. She'd be like, "Oh, is that interesting?" And I, would, I mean, she's like, "My, favorite. I love her so much." And I'd be like, oh, yeah, I fucked up. Like, yeah, <laughs> I perhaps should not keep using this word over and over. I can't again. stop. I do. I, I use. I use it in my writing with, uh, with, with just and uh, really a lot because I, I use them both for emphasis. And I try. I have a hard time not using it for emphasis. Um, at, at a certain point. So in like writing, writing, or in like texting. Writing. No, no, no. I, no, I mean, I mean, written form. I don't mean like you know fancy writing. I just mean oh, like, okay. if I'm typing out, if I'm typing out like GChat texts, uh, even just like short like comments or posts whatever same oh, i don't count that at all you've seen my comments and posts my most recent one on your facebook <laughs> your high art yeah i do i, I do remember that or all, all three of those i believe oh man i did some william Car- carol williams oh fuck it don't look at me like i have an idea what you're talking uh, about. i did a couple of uh fish stick poems they were great they were fantastic. Uh, I definitely was the height of my new year. Uh, <laughs> it, was, it was one of the more exciting times that we've had recently. It definitely was. Uh, speaking of favorite times of your life, uh, what's your favorite scene in? <laughs> what was your favorite scene in these three books? Excellent transition. Thank you so much. I just figured. <laughs> I like looked down at my list of things that I wanted to talk about, and I was like, oh, "Fuck." <laughs> Um, let's see. What, what's going to be my favorite one? Um, I, I, I kind of like, I don't think it's like revelatory. I don't think it's like super, I don't think it's as much of a like M. Night Shyamalan game changer as she wanted it to be. But the, uh, scene with, between Tom Riddle and Harry in, um, Chamber Secrets is actually pretty good. <laughs> and, and I'm glad I stole one for you. That's awesome. God damn it. So, so I think that one. I think that one's good because, like, you. So the Voldemort Harry interaction in uh, Sorcerer Stone is fine. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. like, it's not that. Like, it, I don't know. It's not that fascinating or like even really that spooky. Uh, mm-hmm. It's just, like I, I, I could be wrong, of course, but even from a kid level, it's be that like I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know. It doesn't really throw me that much. Like, I think that there are other scarier ways to make those things happen um and i think that like a physical ma- like a it will eventual physical manifestation uh in 
terms of teenage, teenage Tom Riddle. And then the eventual uh, reveal about like, you know, how he's actually, you know, I am Lord Voldemort and whatnot. Yeah. Like, I, th- I think, I think that's a really, I, I, and, and Harry is, you know, smart and resourceful and not like super, super lucky. Although kind of lucky, I guess with Fox and whatnot, but yeah, I don't know. I think, I think, I think that one's a good scene. I have a couple of favorite scenes. Uh, that's definitely one of them. And then um, one of my other favorite scenes um, is still in the third book. And it is, um, it is when uh, Harry Potter comes back or they're trying to figure out what to do with Buckbeak and they're both in it's uh, Hermione and Harry and Ron and they're all in the um, infirmary and Dumbledore comes in and Dumbledore is like, I need some time with these kids. Like I need everyone out. And Snape is like, these, like they're, they're doing weird things. Like God, get, them, God, get out of here. And oh, uh, professor, they're doing strange stuff. <laughs> um, and then Dumbledore is like, no, I need a moment with them. So everyone goes out and Dumbledore is like, you know, you, if you went back in time, if you had some extra time, you could save two innocent souls. And I think that like the moment where Hermione was like, okay, cool. We do it. And then they like, I think that whole scene of like them going back in time. And I think it probably is because I remember seeing that scene in the movie as well. Which is a cool, which is a very well done scene. Uh, I'll follow carry on, carry on too. Like, just oh, sorry, I butchered the pronunciation. Like, yeah, this does such a great job with that. With that, uh, yes, that yeah. Um, I thought you said feel free to carry on, and I was like, no. okay, I will. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> um, but uh, I really like that whole scene, and it also really showed just like how much how badass Hermione is. Yeah, the, 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 are are you are are you a fan of uh, Hermione through like this part of the story so far, or are uh, you like? Yes, I am. I think that she shows how like indispensable she is, especially what is it in the first one with Sorcerer's Stone about the whole like potion thing. Oh the, yeah, yeah, she, she's, all, she's all knocked out of the party. Probably. Yeah, um, she can definitely be a bit pretentious and a bit annoying, but I think. She's like the one character in here that I mean. I feel like everyone's rather pretentious in this book. Um, and really? she's, she's the one that can. This is a British. Is that what you're going for? No, no, not even. I feel like just everyone is like, "Yeah, I'm a wizard. Yeah, I'm a wizard. I'm a witch. I'm a wizard." You know, like they just think like they're better. And I think that Hermione actually backs it up because she's doing really good things. I'm a wizard. I'm a witch. <laughs> I haven't made you laugh that hard in a while. It was, to be fair, it was really stupid, and so I really enjoyed it. Oh man. Anyway, so I think like along with the um, like Pettigrew whole thing. Yes, uh, I, I think I, yeah, I think that's obviously like I, I think that it's hard to talk about these three books and talk about favorite scenes and like favorite like plot developments and stuff like that without talking about the third book, probably more than the first, uh, yeah. first and second books. Like it's, it's just the, it's, it's a slightly more like, well, I don't even want to say adult, but like teenage book and it's a little more complex and everything. I wanted to ask you. So when this is going to be a movie question, when they talk about Lupin turning into a werewolf, how did you picture him? And then did you picture him the same way that he was done in the movies because yeah. 
in the movies, he was turned into a hairless dog. <laughs> An upright. An upright, <laughs> large, hairless, hairless dog. dog. Yeah, I... The problem is that, to some degree, my my assumption of what this character would look like has already been molded by the movie because I saw it like right away. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a chance to really, I didn't really have a chance to even think about it a different way because a werewolf is not a big part of the plot of that movie either. Oh, it's yeah. like, so later on, so, so it's not like, it's not like they were like hinting around the movie or the book about how there's a werewolf loose for a while. And so you got a picture of a werewolf in your head. And then when you saw the werewolf in the movie, you were like, that's not a werewolf. Like I said, I, I remember just seeing that being like, all right, that's what a werewolf looks like in this world. Cool. Whatever. Have you ever seen what we do in the shadows? Um, Like very, very small chunks of it. Um, So there's a part of the movie where they, they come in contact with the, Fuck! They're like the what? No way! Is this the? They get in, they get in contact with the werewolves. Oh, no, no, no! Sorry, sorry. You're thinking about the uh, the classic Kate Beckinsale movie uh, Underworld, actually. Yes. That's, oh my god! Uh, yeah. How could I get those yeah. two confused? Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, easy, easy. But there's also uh, fuck. Now I'm messing it up because I'm definitely. You're gonna laugh at this. I'm combining what we do in the shadows with Adventure Time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you are correct. I was gonna laugh at that because yeah. they have the Y wolves, which are like okay. it doesn't matter. We're gonna skip over this. This is like not even <laughs> anymore. Anyway, I did when they were talking about Lupin changing into a werewolf. Yes, I pictured him turning into like more of an actual wolf like thing, like a real like man wolf type situation, not just like a. A real man wolf. Well, no, sorry. There's actually no, there's no there's actually a character in Marvel comics called Man Wolf, and I realized after I made that reference, there was no chance that you were gonna understand what I was referencing. No. So yeah. Absolutely no chance. No, not a clue. All right. Um so you, you, yes, you, you meant like you meant like a real a real like burly, ruffly, like uh yeah. like like <laughs> lots of fur uh you know, type wolf man. Uh, as opposed yeah. to this, like, kind of, what, 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 I don't even know what you'd call him, how he was depicted in the movies, but, like, he it didn't look, like, healthy. He looked, he, looked, he looked like a, I'm sorry, but he looked like a sphinx cat. How dare you? I'm just saying, like, he just, like, had I, that. Stella's furious over he here. He had that texture. Yeah, that, okay, that I can actually buy. That, that I can actually, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that, te- like, if he were to, like, gain a few pounds. <laughs> With like, all, all skin and bone and ribs, he yeah. would like flap a little bit in the wind as he like ran. <laughs> Do you think that you have to be in shape to be a werewolf in Harry Potter? Are all were- oh, are all werewolves in this world extras on train spotting? Like, yes, like <laughs> you, this- you have to be in shape to be a werewolf. And if you're not in shape, what kind of werewolf are you going to look like once you if, transform? If, if, if a- if a coked out Paul Bettany can play you in werewolf form, are you a real werewolf? Yeah, like or like I'm just I'm picturing. Jim Gaffigan. <laughs> I, I I feel that I feel that there's you know what I'll say this. I think that um, his appearance makes sense in the Harry Potter world because he is Lupin has been frayed and at the edges uh, uh, over the course of the story, and he has obviously not been sleeping well due to the transformations, and he clearly doesn't like dealing with Snape, who's making him him the potion and everything like that. I think it is, and plus he's poor, obviously, and threadbare to begin with as he comes to the school. I think it's fair to say that he 
would be more on the emaciated side than most werewolves would be in this situation. I also, so perhaps it's not all werewolves in the world. Like, I also know that there's definitely more storyline that goes into Snape throughout the books, and I get that, and, like, more storyline that goes into Snape throughout the movies as well. But, like, he fucking sucks. Yo, he sucks so much. Like, You're absolutely right. Like, it's he's uh, so rough to read his, his shit. Like, especially when he came to the Shrieking Shack and, yeah, it was just. Uh, and you're just like, you tried to kill me, and you were like, okay. At first, when I heard that, when Snape was like, "Do you know what your father did?" Yeah, and he's like, "He wasn't a hero." <laughs> he's not Darth Vader. Hold on, <laughs> I, I had cool. a weird thing in my voice. Um, when he was like, "Your father <laughs> wasn't a hero," and uh, Harry was like, "What do you mean?" And then like, whatever. And then he tells him, he's like, "You tried to kill me." Like, all right. He went to the Whomping Willow, or whatever the fuck that thing is called. Like, yeah, he could have theoretically been killed, but no, he did not. Like, put a knife to his throat no, or something he like that. Like, yes, yes. uh, yeah, he didn't like like actually plan his. Also, like, what a grudge! I mean, to be fair, no one has ever tried to kill me. So, so, like, so, so, so you don't know if, if if perhaps you would hate their child more than anything else has ever existed. But like, it's not Harry's fault. No, let's be let's be clear. Uh, Snape should be more of a professional, quote unquote, about this. Yeah. of course. Like, like he should be a teacher, and like even if he is, and and, and I will at least say that this Slytherin, like Draco Malfoy, um, promoting side of things is exacerbated by the idea that he has to do that. That that's part of his like long term plan for dealing with Voldemort and like putting himself in a position to like you know to to be the best spy possible and everything like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So that so that part is that 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 that's 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 them like you know feeding that's him feeding fuel fuel to a fire. I get it, that makes sense. But you don't gotta be such a casual dick all the time to everyone else and especially like Harry and anyone who's in this. It just kind of seems like, yo, he's like what, thirteen? Yeah. Like how what, what yeah, what are you what are we doing? Like why is this like what? What? How do you hate him so much? What do you think Snape does on his off time? I had like horrific first reactions. <laughs> to, 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 uh, <laughs> all, all of them were like, you know, crosses between like American Psycho and American Beauty. Yeah. Um, uh, I think he's yeah. really big into Jigsaw's puzzles. I think. <laughs> I don't think he is. I do not think he's making the jigsaw. I puzzles. think he would be. I think he has spent his lifetime uh, devoted to trying to figure out uh, a potion that can possibly cure his loneliness. Oh, that's cute. I think that I, I he's just got to be the most absurd individual. Like, I don't even know what he would do for fun. Do we ever like, get what, to what, see? What? Like, where does he live? Where do any of these teachers live? Do they all live um, on campus? That's actually fair. I don't know. There are there. I've only ever. I think. I think okay, only off- their offices ever come into their story, as opposed to the uh, their their residences. Yeah. Do they live like in Hogsmeade? Do they all go down and get some butter beer after the kids go to sleep? Uh, no. They have. They have to be like the the at the rate at which they respond to threats and to like midnight uh, alerts and whatnot. They have to be like they have to be midnight on, alert. On, on, on campus. <laughs> Harry Potter, book eight, midnight alert. It's sexy as fuck, y'all. 
Oh no. <laughs> it's gonna be like the next like what is it, bear to you? Yeah, but, yeah. Fifty fifty shades of bear to you starring <laughs> Harry Potter. Fifty shades of bear to you in the midnight alert. I would not read that book. I would never read that oh, book. Oh, you know you know that that would be my next birthday book. Yeah, you would make me read that book. That's how that that's how that would work. So, like these teachers, though, they like so uh, they have uh, they have to be living on campus. I assume I assume it's just like normal, um, like like prep school behavior. Um, so I assume that. that, No, I I mean, I mean that in there they um, when you're if you're starting out as as a teacher at uh, at boarding schools Mm -hmm. that you would live on you live on campus it's part of like how you save so much money even though you get paid you you that much yeah Yeah, so um i i uh i don't know if that's i obviously don't know for sure that's the case but it makes sense because they are always so quick to respond to the things that happen in the school you know like after like lights out and dormitory hours and everything yeah yeah so all the teachers are on so what type of like <laughs> teacher romances then? And like, what That's, does the faculty I, lounge look like? What does I, that? Who, what? Who's making like the coffee? Who's making like the shitty coffee? Who's like never show? I mean, Snape is obviously never, or Snape is always there, waiting for his next best friend. Yeah, that that actually makes more sense. That he would always just be like the the thorn in everyone's side by refusing to cede that space to them. Yeah, Snape, I feel like would either be the one that got his own like almond milk and then like basically wrote Snape all over it in Sharpie, or would get really mad at someone for having almond milk and not using regular milk. The former, I, 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 I he's gonna be a particular motherfucker. I don't, yeah. think, I don't think he's, I don't think he's bound by the, uh, the, 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 the owning the libs aspect of, of almond milk. Yeah, um, but yeah, I'm just like picturing what, what is this faculty I, lounge look like? I, 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 so I, I think, I think first of all, I think that I, think, I, I do not think there's interteacher romance. I think it is a terrible idea. I think that is one of perhaps the worst examples of shitting where you eat that you could possibly have. You are in a secluded magical castle <laughs> with like eight people your rough age range with a ton of small children. The worst place for that. The worst place for it. I'm sorry. How lonely are we? In this case, because like that isn't like <laughs> the Hagrid start, starts looking good. Oh man, you know what? Oh, what a man! You are correct. I yes, think absolutely. Hagrid is sensitive. Yeah, hundred percent. And unkempt, one would say. Yeah, I don't think I don't think that's I don't think yeah. that's on my yeah. radar. Yeah, I don't think it's. I, I, I really don't. I, I'm not saying. I'm not saying it couldn't happen because, of course, people are people. I'm just saying it's a very bad, 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 bad idea. Yeah, a hundred percent. It's a bad idea. But at some point, like, what are these people doing? Like, they're obviously like caring for like way too many students. How are they supposed to take care of? And then, and then they're like, hey, by the way, you have detention in the Forbidden Forest at night. So, like, why don't you just like go down there and go take a fucking walk? <laughs> it, it is interesting how like 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 there's a level of danger that is kind of assumed in this environment. Like even if I understand that even though it was supposed to be like advanced for the first class and blah blah, blah the fact that 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 Hagrid could even like somehow get like hippogriffs or hippogriffs yep. right um, like in into the campus to even like 
attempt to show kids is already like assuming a certain level of like you're kind of fucking with some real shit here and you have to be aware of that like like, there has to be danger kind of like built in here and then like you're gonna yell at me for being after hours for a half an hour like i'm out of i like that like that's like i I thought i thought we were in a dangerous environment like what do we why do we still have prep school it reminds me of like the first summer that you come back from being at college and you're living back at home with your parents. <laughs> yeah, it's actually pretty good for it. And yeah, you're that's like, a good, that's a good comparison. And you're like, no, I'm gonna go out to the bar, and your parents are like, or whoever is like, well, make sure you wake me up when you get home. And you're like, I'm not gonna wake you up when I get home. That's rude. Like, why would I do that? And you're like, well, I have to make sure that you get home. Like, well, if I don't get home, I'm probably somewhere that I don't want you to know about. Yeah, I'm probably, I probably, I probably found someone or stayed at a friend's house, and we should be okay with that. Yeah, like. That's I'm not I'm not gonna do that. You have you, you have a yeah you, you have a certain level of like adulthood, but also like you're conforming to this old space that you had to be in. Yeah, yeah. and I think that like if you're and also they have mat like they have magic. Like, yeah, like, and I understand. I get it. You can't use it off of like out of Hogwarts, and like you're supposed to be like very careful with it, whatever. But. You got to be able to, you know, you got to be able to go somewhere and do it and not get in trouble for it. Blow off some steam at Hogsmeade. <laughs> Blow off some steam at Hog- Also, did you think that butter beer was actually beer? And how sweet do you think that would actually be? Right, so hold on. Is what, do you know what it is really? Like what it's supposed to be? Or... Like honestly, I I don't I don't know if this is supposed to be like I thought it was like cream soda. Okay, is it is is that what it is? I don't know. I don't know. Is butter beer alcoholic? I mean, they're thirteen. I I don't think so. Because you can get butter beer at like the wizarding wizarding world. That has so many. It says it says mildest touch of alcohol. What does that mean? <laughs> Hold on. Uh, butter beer was a popular wizarding be- beverage described as tasting, quote, a little bit like less sickly butterscotch, end quote. It was served at numerous times or numerous locations in the wizarding world and had a very slight alcoholic content. Okay, so it was a fu- okay. so so it was like it was it was like your your training wheels. It if, was like your 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 thing. If someone told me, hey, by the way, this tastes like less sickly butterscotch. Here you go. I would be like, mm, yum. True, but you're not English, and therefore you can't appreciate such delicate tastes. That sounds horrible. That sounds... Mm-hmm. But I would definitely yeah, this, this, want some. This sound, it basically sounds like uh, like dosed eggnog, right? But like, a, a, in my opinion, a worse version of oh, it. Oh, it would be like carbonated right? eggnog. Because it's like beer. I picture it being beer. I picture it being cream yeah. soda. But heavier. Yeah. Like, I picture it being like... A triple, like a like an IPA oh. of cream soda. Nog, Nog plus seltzer. Ew, that's terrible. What? Why not? That sounds horrible. It just adds carbonation to to to, to it waters down an eggnog and adds carbonation. No, to I it. picture that being just like grossness. Like it wouldn't separate. I like picture it, it separating. Well, that's that's not what happens. That's not all right. Fine. Anyways, <laughs> anyways. Butterbeer is gross. We can agree with that. I I would still taste it. And it's a it. gateway it. drug if we're being it's clear. A gate, don't don't do butterbeer. It's a gate. 
Imagine the dare classes that they have to fucking have at Hogwarts to tell, to warn te- warn teenagers or, or or preteens against the dangers of butterbeer and its uh, and its influence they, on you as you grow obviously, up. Obviously, once again, going back to the teachers, they don't give a fuck because they're like, <laughs> no, go away, go on the weekends. We don't care. Go do that. Get out of our hair. And it's just like thirteen-year-olds getting drunk at the bar. Off of butterbeer. Sounds like a, like a like a great field trip, if you ask me. That'd be the perfect there's kind no of field one trip. There. There's no supervisors. Where is your supervisor? <laughs> <laughs> that's, I'm sorry, that's what you're salty about? There's, there's, there's a lack of responsibility at play here? Yes, I don't think that these teachers are any good. How dare you? I don't... How dare you? They, they, they are giving... They are giving their kids enough rope to hag themselves is what they're doing. They're they're literally giving them just but enough rope to hag themselves to make sure. Super super mad at them. I think that, but 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 let's be let's be fair. They do at times uh, uh, reward the uh, five points to Gryffindor. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I understand they can fuck things up, but like, but that's also. I think at Hogwarts, there's that same kind of like wink and a nod to breaking the rules where it's like, you're going to get in trouble and you have to pay your dues, but you're not going to get in serious trouble if you're like doing the right kind, quote unquote, of rule breaking. Do you know what I mean? Like where if, if you are, um, yeah, I don't know if you, if you're just kind of be like an adventurous student who's like trying to like, like break off the chains a little bit, then it's not that big a deal. If you're being like a spiteful asshole, then like, and you're, and you're bullying people or like, or, whatnot then it's gonna be a different level of punishment so if you're if you're gonna kind of getting into if, you, if you're being inquisitive and getting into trouble yeah. that way it's a lot better and probably even built into the, the teaching structure somehow than like punishment for just being like an ass because we definitely see that punishment with draco malfoy well when he gets when it when, when he gets it even though he was uh the one uh sniffing, sniffing on yeah him. yeah fuck him dude snitches get stitches uh yeah i also um Loved the scene when Hermione punched Draco or like oh, that's always hit great. Yeah, Draco. Absolutely. And yeah. I didn't know that that was, I knew that happened in the movie. I didn't know it was going to happen in the book. And when it, it was a slap in the yeah, book, yeah. right? It was a slap. That's funnier yes. and better if you ask. Because it was a slap, but it was like a hard enough slap to where he like oh. fell. No, yeah, no, no. She she knocked the fuck I'm out of I'm picturing it almost, instead of being a slap, I'm picturing it almost being like a flat handed hit. Like, Okay, yeah, I can see. I can see what you're I'm saying. picturing it just being like a, just like a hard, a, a straight hand is what you're. Yeah, is what, is what you're like a about, straight yeah. handed, just like. I I get what you're saying, but I like the idea that like she had enough power behind a slap to like knock him back and make him afraid. Yeah, because because the, like I'm not saying it should be, mind you. I'm just saying that in in that context of like you know uh, like uh, masculine uh, trying facing like little boys like Draco, they're trying to be like as hot as shit as possible. Um, getting slapped the hell like a girl would be even more embarrassing than getting punched. If you ask me, if it put you on your ass like that, I think I'd be such a fucking good wizard. Which <laughs> I think I would. I think I would really do a good job. You, you that that would be that you missed your calling. I really do think that someone made a mistake somewhere along lost your Hogwarts letter. along the way. Like I just, I really think that um, I would have excelled. Uh, I haven't really found my, you know, what I really wanted to do yet. 
like your like your branch of wizardry. No, 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 no. I just mean like in life now as a human. So I think that like <laughs> okay, so that's why you need magic. I think that okay, because yeah, of that, it means that uh, I just watched the movie Soul, so I don't want to say that like I don't have a purpose because like you don't. You don't this movie told you that you don't need a purpose. Like your purpose is just like living. Uh, oh, so nice. Actually, it was a very good movie, but uh, I think I that hope. I should have been a witch. I think that was my purpose, and. I think. Are you talking like a like this kind of professor, like like professional witch? Or are you talking like hedge witch? Are you talking like you know out out in the wild somewhere? I th- do you want to be an independent witch, and or do you want to be a witch within the uh, the the general authority or the general structure of uh, of the world that we are given? I mean, I am a very independent. I don't woman. think either's a bad answer. But I think I am an independent woman. I do think that uh, I would like to have the same. Um, abilities as a Harry Potter witch, but I okay, yeah, I don't think I want to just be like, I don't have to sacrifice anything, kind of a witch, you know. Oh, you you don't want to be dark hearts. So we we actually just watched Stardust uh, recently, I and they fucking uh, love uh, that they, movie. <laughs> that movie has uh, that movie tells you a lot about what the characters feel, as opposed to actually like you know letting that happen. Yeah. But uh, it's still it's still an enjoyable movie. Yeah, I haven't seen that in such a long time. We, we we just watched it um, uh, like uh, Christmas week, probably. God, I haven't seen that since I was living back at home, like since college, probably. Oh, make sure make sure I watch it. It's on like, it's on that, it's on a streaming service. If we watched it, it was on a major streaming service. You can and you can find it. Damn, I would like to. Be, yeah, I think I I think I'd be a good witch. I do think that there are other things though that would be good options. You know, I think there are other mythical creatures that could like pose. <laughs> Ooh, that is a very interesting question, right there that you opened us up yeah. to. Are you saying? Are, are you saying like that you could be any mythical creature? Uh, hold on, in Harry Potter or in general? General, general, general mythical creature. All right, so in our, it, it, all right, so in in our in, in the United States, in the United States in 2021, that's <gasps> when we're recording now. I know. Um, we're talking about the pop culture mythological creatures that like that that are available to us. Yeah. That would, uh, yeah, that would be. Man, it. is it a chimera? I feel like it has to be a chimera. Oh, the, like the lion hawk thing. Yeah. Uh, mera. Sorry, I'm trying to find how. Mera. Chimera. I always forget how to spell it. Yeah. Um, it's the lion with lion dragon thing, right? Lion. No, it's a lion, dude. You want to be this? That's. It's a lion goat dragon. Yeah, I'm, I, I thought I thought it was more. No, it's you. <laughs> no, no, you already blew this it. Is, you already this fucked is up. The picture that I got up. for it, and that's you. <laughs> All right, the phone, the, the phone, uh, the picture on Danny's phone that she's showing me uh, is very disturbing, actually, and I don't think that's what I want to be. But I think now I'm kind of fucked because I'm already committed to this. Yeah, to no, I definitely think that you messed up. Uh, yeah, okay, I'm going to be the Kraken. You're going to be the Kraken? I'm going to be the Kraken. You'd be yeah, the laziest. Fuck you. You'd be yeah, the laziest you. Yeah, you, know, you, 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 insult, you insulted my, my, my choices. You made fun of me for, for trying, to, trying to be cool and be like a cool predatory cat slash the dragon slash goat thing. And so, no, I'm going to be Kraken. Fuck you. You know what I would really... I think that I have two options that I would... You want, for, you want my superpower to be? I want my superpower to be that I have all the superpowers. Fuck you. <laughs> I think you know what I think would just be ironic and actually really funny to be is to either be Bigfoot or the Yeti. 
just to be like they do exist, you know. <laughs> so you see, so oh, it's like you're, oh, you, what you do is is you get your friends to like catch you in a in, in a in, in a series of increasingly more in focus photos over time. So your friends get a whole bunch of credit as like great yeah. nature photographers, and they also get the reward money, and everything like that. And then you come out as the first Sasquatch yeah. uh, slash yeah, your Bigfoot or whatever. I think that. I think that would just be funny to be. I think that that would be like rather humorous. But I, if I have to choose an actual um, mythological creature, I'm gonna choose uh, a fairy. I've, I. Uh, so what? What depiction of the fairy? Are you talking like the like the the fae? Or are you talking like a Disney fairy? Are you talking like what? Like what are we? What are we on here? Um, I wouldn't even say. I wouldn't say either. I would say like just the. I don't know. It's like a small human with wings. Okay, so all right. Well, I, I guess that's more what I mean uh, when I say when I say Disney. You're talking about like a a miniature person who has wings and they are living in their own magical like yes. subsection of that world or whatever. And yeah. I I had a a couple of books of poetry that were like fairy. It was like fairy poetry. Oh, no, oh no! I thought the next phrase was gonna be like, "Would you like to hear some of these?" There what actually? <laughs> oh no! Oh, oh, you can't, you, listeners. You can't see it, but I'm on webcam with her. She's reaching behind her to her bookcase shelf, and she's pulling off a, a journal from there. It looks awful. It looks like she's been writing Fiona Apple lyrics on the cover of it. Uh, she just came out with a new song. Uh, anyway, whole new album. It's supposed to be yeah. good. Um, so there, it's the fairies in this book of poetry. Uh, they have poems about different flowers. There's like forget me not, you know, uh-huh. very angsty. Um, yeah, you, you know, but they're like actually very cute and petite and small and whatever. Uh, but that, I remember reading those. Those are my first books of poetry that I ever read. Besides, like where does the sidewalk end? It's, yeah. yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. sure. Uh, uh, but I think, and my dad and I always had this thing. We used to go for hikes, and there was we called it the uh, magical forest. Which is basically just like uh, you would go. It was like a mile up, and then you would like walk down this like gully. Um, and I was gonna say, is this gonna be a fern gully reference? Because I like, fern, <laughs> yes, I would yeah. be a fern gully fairy. This is that that that, that makes that makes. I'm glad we arrived at the proper like yes. nomenclature for this. That makes or sense. a Thumbelina fairy. Yeah, okay. That's what I would want to be. That's I think that's where and you still want to be the kraken, just in spite. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm currently I'm living in a world of spite right now, so I so I think I have to maintain my world devouring uh, abilities as a kraken. I, you know, like, there's so much cooler like monsters yes. in, in Greek in Greek myth, uh, but I, I, I so Greek myth is where I go to first with this kind of stuff. Um, but a lot of those creatures are ones you don't want to be. Like, I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to be a minotaur. Minotaurs are dope as shit to like look at. Why don't you want to be? Know, Oh, for one, I'd be trapped in a maze. Fuck that. Well, I mean, I think we can take out the lore behind them. Okay, fine. I'm a big dumb asshole who's got horns and a huge, huge ox head. Well, you like, can still that. be you. What's that supposed to tell? Oh, you've got a great personality, Mr. Oars Head Human Body. No, yeah. It doesn't do anything. Yeah, you could just like, you would still just be reading on your couch. Yeah. <laughs>